everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Hey, Todd. How we doing? Left to me. Back again. I'm not going to go through the whole fucking Oscar intro. Oscar Tayeda has been on a billion shows. Uh, on today's show, we're going to do some news, and I'm going to talk a little bit about a personal issue I'm having. Oh, my God. We're going to do those things. But before that, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. Oh. Oh. Yes. There oh. he is. Hot him up. Yeah, I, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast because um, we are a show, and I'm we're, I'm going to get a little bit, uh, I'm going to brag a little bit about, about oh, what we do here. Good Lord. I'm going to brag. Buck can brag. Oscar has the right to brag. Oh, yeah. And most podcasts out there are some kind of comedian who just sits and interviews other comedians. Like, that's the thing. In mm. podcasting is, you know, comedian interviewing comedian. It's the same comedian you've heard 15 times on 15 other shows. But the For All podcast, we actually work hard to bring you topics. We work hard. We write songs. There's a lot of writing involved in the show. We actually put an effort into making our podcast. And I think that's why people like what we do. And so I'd like to thank you for having good taste. <laughs> For people in the audience. I, I uh, would hope they just like us because of the photos that we have on our site. We also we have a new photo gallery on the, uh, we on the web. On the website, we have a new photo gallery. I'm plugging away here. Look at this. I didn't even know. Let's plug the fuck away, right? Yeah. But the one of me doing the kung fu thing, yeah. I mean, that's, that's legendary. Yeah. It's, it's sexy, too. I think people look at that and go, oh, I want to listen to the show now. Because the guy can do kung fu. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah, I do look kind of like David Carradine. And that that was cool. That was cool for like a minute, but now it's not. You know. Yeah, until you die beating off and yeah, Thailand. right, exactly. He was dope for a fucking. I long think that time. he died pretty dope, dude. Like, really? Is that how you uh, want to go out? Jerking off and hanging myself in in Thailand. Yeah, yeah. Like he couldn't get enough Thailand pussy. The South Park version of him had him wearing like g-string and like hose, pantyhose and stuff. Was that true too? Was he wearing like women's lingerie? Yeah, you don't want to go out that way. I, I mean, hey, enjoy think, enjoy, enjoy yourself if that's if that's your thing, but you probably not want to get caught that way if you're a public figure. Did anyone hear else hear that though? David Carradine? No. Possibly, I don't know. Yeah. It was a, a friend of mine's mother used to work in the lingerie section at Sears. And she once told me that the amount of men that would go try on lingerie in the Sears uh, fitting room yeah. In, in the ladies section was astronomical. Just outweighed the females. Yeah, cuz you figure yeah. females don't buy lingerie at Sears, right? A woman who knows like she's going to, you know, trashy lingerie, she's going to Fredericks of Hollywood like Oscar shops for his lady. Yeah, nice. That's not trashy lingerie. Going no, to Victoria's is, Secret. Mm. But like a low-end kind of like fat dude who's into wearing lingerie, middle-aged guy, he's going to Sears. Oh yeah. <laughs> Getting himself cuz that they also ser- they probably also sell his size. Mm, right. right. Yeah, in Victoria's Secret, they probably don't have a you know for a guy who's a, a fifty-two inch waist. Yeah, they probably don't have the size twenty-eight. Yeah, I had a, had a weird dream last night, and it could be because of it, maybe an ongoing uh, fetish. Okay. And I'm a married man, and I love my wife, <laughs> but I'm also a man. Nice, nice to. Pre- that being said, <laughs> that being this is said, actually going to be worse than I thought. <laughs> now, anything you say after that is okay. Because that being said, yes. But you know, like, hey, hey, man, you have your needs, wants, and desires, and you have this. You know, I'm sure my wife sits and you know, uh, you know, fantasizes about you know Ryan Gosling or some werewolf on you know True Blood or that mm. other Twilight or something. Like she wants to be with a werewolf. I have my own thing. 
It's a girl who wrote a song called Werewolf. It's, I, I have this weird kind of uh, obsession with Fiona Apple. Mm. I, I, like, I, I don't know why, but I had a dream about her the other night. Mm. And it was like I conned her into... Um, I conned her into interviewing her for my podcast. Okay. And so I got I went to her house in Venice because I know she lives in Venice. And I, <laughs> I went to her house and then and, I, and why do you know she lives in Venice? I've done some research. It make, he makes it his his life to know. All okay. right. It's his duty. Yeah, and, and since the whale girl for those of you people who listen to low budget FM, right. since the whale girl, the whale girl has been replaced by a perchance meeting of Fiona Apple at the Whole Foods in Venice. Where oh. I go to eat for lunch sometimes. You're hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. And so I had this I had this dream about Fiona the other day. Me and Fiona were just hanging out and talking and and it was it was fantastic. She was my manic pixie, you know, girlfriend. And we had a good time and played a little music together. Like I, I played a little bass while she played piano, and it was some it was some song which was really pissed off at some dude, but it was kind of jazzy and it was nice. The this usual, is your, this her, is your usual dream. bit. This yeah. is your dream. Well, we say that Fiona Apple, much like Prince, Oscar and I used to always joke because you know playing in a band, we we we, we criticize songwriting sometimes, mm. and we figured that Prince <laughs> she had a dartboard. She had a dartboard. The Prince has a dartboard, which I love Prince to death, and it always pains me. When I listen to Adam, I love Adam Carolla, but he always disses Prince, and he makes fun of Prince, and like Prince is a fucking crazy musical genius. But we used to always say the Prince had a dartboard where it was like, you know, one one song was, you know, you know, I want to be your kind of girlfriend kind of man. I want to treat you a certain way. Another thing was like how I'm going to love you. Another thing was a song about what a woman's wearing. And there's about only five topics that Prince really deals with in his music. He's got to focus. And then before he writes a song or maybe he writes the music, he throws a dart and it hits that. All right, that's what this song will be. But it's a five-thing dartboard. And Fiona Apple's a two-thing dartboard. Mm. One thing is like she's uncomfortable socially. And the other thing is just real pissed at a dude. But I always have this fantasy that Fiona Apple one day... We're sitting down, we're in a stark room, there's a bed, and I walk in, and Fiona's cutting herself. Mm. Good God. Fiona Apple's cutting herself because I'm fat. Wow. She's cutting herself because I have chosen to indulge too much in chicken wings, and I go, Fiona, why are you cutting yourself? She goes, because you're fat, and then I sit in the corner, and maybe I drink, and then, then that, that's as far as it goes. This is your fantasy? Or this is a dream you had? It's like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. It's, it's just a thought that I can't get rid of. Boy, hey. It's an obsessive thought. Why? It hasn't even happened. Someone inceptioned your ass. Yeah, I think Fiona <laughs> inceptioned me, hopefully. You're someone like at the third level over Yeah, here. someone inceptioned your ass, dude. That's what happened. But she cuts herself because I'm future. Fat. And I don't know that that's my own personal weight issues, you know? I'd like to know which one of our listeners did it. Oh, what, some of them is they're one getting in my head? One of them inceptioned your ass. I know <laughs> they did. But I don't know. She cuts herself because I'm fat. That's a, such a weird thing, Todd. Yeah. Like, it's non-sexual, too. No, you, no, you we have, haven't. You have Fiona Apple in your dream. Non-sexual. You're, you're, Did you guys bone down or anything? They played instruments, but they didn't bone down. It's like, it's it's metasexual. I heard they made out, but they didn't bone down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of like, we get close to it, but it never really happens. It was like first base? Right. It's like, it's like uh, I get thrown out on the way to first base, oh, is oh. what happens. Not even that far. No. Ugh. I don't know. It was like a dribbler. 
<laughs> Maybe, but but sometimes I get thrown out to first base because it's kind of my own problem. Is it like yeah? Mm. Is it like you hit the ball? Like, yeah, I know. It. I was going to imply this more. Is it like you hit the ball and the catcher just picked it up, but you still have to do that obligatory run to first base? Like you, you struck yeah. out, but he, like, you know, fuck! I don't want to run right now. Man. And that kind of half-ass run. Yeah. And everyone in the stadium's like, oh god, just get the next guy up. Yeah. I'm sorry. And the catcher's kind or the pitcher's kind of like, yeah, I'll wait to throw this. But I hope, I hope maybe maybe uh, through SEO reasons Fiona finds this and maybe she can get in touch with me. Like I once talked about my obsession Oof. with Allison Rosen from the Corolla show and then she actually some somebody tweeted her and she listened to our show and uh, said thank you. I'm sure yeah, I'm I, sure your scenario for Miss Rosen was much prettier than Miss uh, Miss Apple. Yeah, yeah. Fiona might file a restraining order. <laughs> I guess maybe, you know, Maybe maybe if Allison Rosen got really real about her problems wow. and talked about possibly cutting herself because I'm fat, then wow. I would then then Ooh. I would address that on the show, Deep. and it would probably it it would really inhibit me from normal personal function. I'd lose my job. I'd just be sitting around. I'd have like Howard Hughes. Like I'd, I'd have tissue boxes on my feet. Mm. It'd be a whole fucking deal. It would be like living like Oscar. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Sorry. It's not that bad. It's yeah. a lifestyle. So Let her be. Before we get into our news, I had a weird thought the other day. And once again, much like our Real Talk segment on the last show, it has to do with food. And uh, I don't know where these thoughts come from. But I... I oh, hey, Murray. Murray. But I was thinking the other day that... Uh, Could you pass me one? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. My bad. Murray just provided a nice break right there for me to get a beer. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. That there is a a weird thing with burger joints, which I feel like it's a subliminal thing, like down deep. Hmm. What's going down? There's a lot of fast food burger joints that could actually double as titles of gay pornography films. Mm. Right? Just think about like burger joints, right? And it's it's meat. Gotcha. It's very masculine. Mm. And some would say that even like there there's certain Elements of the gay community, which are actually, it's like, they're so masculine, they can't even fucking deal with women, so they just have to do dudes. Like, the the leather guys, or like Freddie Mercury, I always figured that Freddie Mercury from Queen, uh, he wasn't an effeminate man, he was just like a fucking Greek god on earth, and so he couldn't bother with screwing women. Mm. He had to have something deeper and stronger to grasp and really go at. Something that's really <laughs> give, give him some pushback. Or he'd push back, depending. It was like he, a battle. He needed, yes. He needed he needed a power bottom. Yeah, or he was a power bottom. I don't know. I don't know how far Freddie went that way. Freddie was a bear. He was a bear. He was no twink. Fred, Freddie was a bear. Oh, yeah. Oh. I love Freddie. Second. Second. The, Queen's between two and four on my favorite bands of all time list. Hmm. So it's number three. Yeah, probably my number three favorite band of all time. But so I was thinking about this, and I thought there's a lot of burger joints which have subliminally gay porn sounding names, mm. like Five Guys. Mm. <laughs> yes, like Five Guys sounds like a gay porno, right? In and out. Mm. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of too. That's also on my list. In and out. That sounds like there could be a gay porn film named In and Out. There's a restaurant. That's frequent to San Pedro. I've never been there, but it's called the Grinder. <laughs> I've always been like, I don't know, I don't know about the Grinder. The Grinder's horrible. Just I mean, the name of itself. Yeah, but the Grinder is a gay a gay app. Oh, 
for I mean, I mean I know this from listening to Dan Savage, but it's like an an, an app where gay guys can geolocate other gay guys to enjoy. God, they have it good. Really, they have it good. It's that easy to hook up. Yes. What the fuck? Open the app on your phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we know you got it. The far out grinder account. Let, let's see the last twenty people you've grinded. Another one was uh, Hardee's. Mm. Like some people in the Midwest, we have Carl's Jr. here, which is also gay. Yeah. Like, I watched a gay porn the other day. It was called Carl's Jr. And it was like Carl with a K. Maybe Hot Carl's Jr. Ooh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. A good, good German man. Hot little Carl's little Scheiser going on. Uh, Hardee's. Dirty Sanchez burgers. <laughs> uh, another thing was uh, Father's Office. This is a place in Culver City. Mm. Okay. Father's Office. Like, either it's the father from like a, a Catholic perspective. You go into the father's office, yeah. and you have some good, like, young boy on... Oscar, give me a very weird look. <laughs> on uh, elder priest kind of action. Mm. Wow. I the, know. The counter. Yes. The How's counter, that gay? The, the counter is a big uh, L.A. hamburger joint. Yeah. Because it's what happens after. Mm. Yeah. You think sex is done, then you counter. <laughs> you, oh, oh! I see where you're going. Switch, switch positions. Switch positions. Yeah. Yeah. Does that does that happen? I don't know. Any gay dudes in the audience listening? Faroutpodcast.com. Put up a comment. Yeah. Isn't there before you have sex? There's a distinguished. I'm this role. You are that role. Is there correct? I, I think know. so. I'd assume. I would hope so. I think I, you just know, like, like you know, maybe there isn't an equivalent in heterosexuality hmm. but i'm thinking you kind of know like it would be a real bummer if you went back to the guy's house and you're like well we're, we're both tops and you kind of look at no 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 and it, it ends up being like leapfrog right <laughs> and then people keep switching positions trying to figure out who's doing who and then you just go this is not going to work out you're like no not there <laughs> you know but but, I, but I figure in some relationships, like you know, it, it's like you're both like A B negative with a blood type, right? Like you're like you, you're, I'm a top and I'm a bottom. And then you do it, and then you switch sides, and then do it again. Heterosexuals don't have this ability. Hmm, like no. once it happens, it happens, and everybody's done. But the but people who are in a good loving homosexual relationship can just just do it, and then you switch sides, and then you can do it again. Because by the time you're done being on the bottom, your refractory period is done. And then you could just keep basically fucking throughout eternity. Good Lord. Man. <laughs> Jack in the box. Wow. Yeah. That's good. But maybe box is kind of... That's, that could be, that could be very, a girl. Very a girl, vaginal. Yeah, vaginal yeah so maybe that's very not... Vaginal. And finally, there's a, a restaurant in uh, Santa Monica called Rustic Canyon. <laughs> oh. Nice. I think like a ginger with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get to the news, Buck. Oh, yes. You, or no, Oscar, actually. Si, senor. Somebody had mentioned this before we uh, started today's show. Uh, my wife called me, and she was discussing how uh, she was at uh, Home Goods, which is a yes. store. It's kind of like a, it's like a high-end material, middle-class prices. Right. Kind of uh, home goods. I don't know if they're across America or whatever, but it's like it's like a furniture store. It's like a, you know, things for your home store. And she'd called me and told me that she saw lots of things at Home Goods. She was excited about, and this was just like she was just brimming with excitement over different little nuances and amenities she could add to the Perry home. And 
Oscar, you said that you're Frank the Tank. Yes. Yeah. You're turned into that character. You're the guy that, you know, you're the guy who needs to go to Home Depot instead of going out and having a drink with the guys. But I still have drinks with the guys. Yeah, but you're still that. You're you're that guy because when she was talking to you, you had a a faux excitement. Oh, great. Great, babe. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. yeah. You didn't spend thousands of dollars, did you? (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly yeah we all saw it we yeah. all saw yeah we all saw the fake laugh like you know it was like a little piece of like you know real todd was getting ripped away every single time it hurt right? it hurt it hurt to watch i know it, it hurt almost well it hurt more from you because you're not acclimated in it like i am like i live this every day you know i don't know what we're gonna do today maybe home depot maybe something else <laughs> my wife and i are going to ikea to it's get gonna, a bookshelf after it's, we record it's gonna it. be a very busy day it's gonna take up the whole day yeah yeah and i, I was like oh my god what happened you know i, I look at my life and I've, I've, i always think that like by true north in life you know the the one thing that guides me is having like some kind of personal freedom yeah you know it's 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 the libertine in me is at, at living a free life unencumbered by material possessions and just being a man at one with his creativity and great ideas and just being armed for that for the world but something happened along right. the way. I would say think about those thoughts, Todd, when you're brushing your dog's teeth tonight. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> when you're brushing Furry Murray's teeth, think about those libertine thoughts, all right? <laughs> and I, you know, I know, I know. And it was, it was a Pete Doherty lyric. Good. It's like, no. all I want is life, liberty, and death. You know, like that, that's, that's what I want. But now, but in the same way that this lifestyle has given me a garage where I can sit with my friends and make a podcast. All right. What was this garage supposed to be? It's not quite made it there yet, but it's become a podcasting studio. What was it supposed to be? Eventually. Ten years ago, ten years ago when you said, you know, when I buy my own house, we're gonna... We're gonna soundproof it and we're gonna have our band's gonna play in the garage and we're gonna have the most kick-ass garage band because all my life, all I wanted to replicate was... Basically, sometime around 1996 to 1999, where we played in our friend's garage and we made music. Yeah. And that's all I wanted. Like, I love making a podcast here in this garage versus being in a studio. Well, I like that. Like, the, the whole idea of, like, the Beastie Boys, they, like, just, like, bought a big uh, warehouse. They made their own studio and they did their own fucking thing. And that, that maybe that's my, my thing for some kind of personal liberty in life, you know? But then what ended up happening is you bought this house that had a... 16 by 6 foot extension to the garage, which eventually almost became the the garage band garage. Yeah. The the illegal add-on I have. The illegal add-on became like this, like this, you know, maybe we're going to make this into the soundproof garage, but it just never, it it never came to fruition. And now we're just, you know, this is a great garage. Yeah, yeah. But imagine how great this garage would be if it was soundproofed and I, there was like equipment to play in. I think we could bring back, but that but that would be a whole other creative endeavor. The, the podcast would die, and then we just go back to playing. No, music. that's not true. Same people, by the way. Yeah. Me, Oscar, Buck, and yep. then we'd have some dude playing drums, and then it would, it would all go back to normal. Maybe I'm just trying to recreate this perfect reality that I had when I was 20. You know, and that that's all I really want is to get back to that. But I feel like. I'm not letting my freak flag fly completely. I feel like my freak flag is at half-mast. Now, I have a chance to be honest with this podcast. We have tons of listeners, and it's great. But I feel like in my everyday life, maybe 
my freak flag has has been lowered. You know, it's like after like Gerald Ford died and the McDonald's up the street had the uh, the flag half mass. You mm-hmm. know, after a, a mass shooting in the country, they everybody flies their flag half mass. You know, yeah. and and I nothing. You're still grieving. Yes, and nothing. Let me know this. And before I was, I was on eBay the other day, and I found online you could buy a Michael Jackson full on like that military stuff that Michael would wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a military thing. It was for like 250 bucks. You know, get some money together and, and buy this military Michael Jackson outfit. And I feel that the eight-year-old Todd Perry, the ultimate libertine, would have been like, why aren't you owning that and just wearing that every day? Right. Like going to work, going to Home Goods, going to Ikea. Just like letting your freak flag fly and being the true pure free human being that I actually am inside, but maybe I feel like life and it's, ex- you know, the the need to make money, the need to be socially not a fucking outcast, but that's the real me. You're you, disgusting. You would have complimented the outfit. You would have worn glasses a la Michael. Yeah. And you would have shared your bed. I would have shared my bed with You would have been doing impressions like right and left. But so I see a, a glove as well. Possibly. Yeah. Uh. I don't know, but just the feeling of walking around in military garb, like the master of this weird kingdom that yeah. only I inhabit. Yeah. You know. You know what? You should have bought that, and Sarah should have bought the Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys should... That's next year's Halloween, all right? <laughs> yeah, that's, next, year, awesome. that's <laughs> next year's Halloween. She's Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation, and you're military Michael Jackson. I know, and and like and like you know, the Beatles rocked it on Sergeant Pepper. Like you, only, you only get to the real point in life where you start rocking military garb. Like either you're, mm-hmm. you're the dictator of some banana republic, or you're a pop star. But what, you have to earn that. You have to earn the military garb to walk around, like to look like you know either Michael Jackson or Hugo Chavez. Right. You know, you just walk around. You're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Maybe I'll be like rocking Lakewood. Just with this, mil- and people re- would respect me, but also think that I'm a complete and utter nut, which which is true. Like and Oscar, you live with me for years. I'm kind of, I'm a, kind of a kook. Yep, likable. I don't step on anybody's toes, you know. But do you feel that you've made a lot of concessions? Yes, I've made a lot of concessions in life. If I if I've actually had the pure life I could be living, it was the uh, great quote by Oscar Wilde: "Is the truth is never pure." And never simple. But if I lived this pure life, maybe I'd be Buck. <laughs> Say what now? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe I want to be Buck. It was the other day, it was uh, Adam Albright. I was talking with Alba- Adam Albright Hanna, who's come on the show many times, who writes for The Onion. And uh, I was talking with him, I think, at a New Year's party. And he goes, don't you sometimes just want to be Buck? <laughs> That's awesome. Right on. And, and I said, yeah. he goes, don't you want to live a life like Buck? He goes... Buck's not married. Buck's got his apartment in Pedro. Right. He's doing like, but Buck, I feel like you live the ultimately pure existence. Like you come, you do your thing, you make your money, you do your bit, you walk around with crazy hair, yeah. you wear dickies every day. You, you, it looks like what's you, going on? Like someone donated all your clothing. So like what's going you on? just live this pure. You smoke weed every day. I'm the dude. Yeah. I've, I've broken it down. Yeah, I am the dude. You are the dude. Essentially, Basically. I want to be you. You know. <laughs> That character is me. Yeah, I've watched Big Lebowski many times. I do hate the Eagles. So when I saw that movie, I was shocked. Me as well. I do yeah. hate the fucking Eagles. Yeah, me too. But yeah, I don't know. Like th- this D- idea. Don't, maybe don't I- Todd. Don't be like me. 
Don't so, be like me. It's a hard. No. It's a hard life. No. So, are there things you can do to maybe rectify the situation? I, I think that's the point. I love that bringing the conversation to the right spot, Oscar. I love it. I think there are things I can do, and maybe it's um, at a certain point. Maybe I don't think that you can. <laughs> he, he thinks. Just, yeah, I, I just want to hear what you have to say. The tone I, of your voice, you're like, I don't, I don't think this. Is, I, I don't think this is savable. Is what you're saying? No, no, no. He's saying no. I, I think it changed. Around you like twenty nine, I started being like, "Yo, I gotta, you know, I gotta dude. fabricate this existence to kind of a a bring money in, mm. you know, bring some yeah, money in, and, get some but, possessions, make sure my right, wife look. doesn't want to leave me because I'm a fucking no, but, nut." Look, but you have a badass job. Your job is not what's holding you back. You have no. a badass job. You love your job. I wear sneakers. You yeah. make. W- Nice amounts of money with the job that you do, and it's a badass job. Right. So your job is not what's holding you back. It's right. it's everything else that's holding you back. Mm. So you're saying my wife? No, I love your wife. <laughs> but it, you know, I think that maybe action plans need to be put aside. Okay. And uh, I don't know. What do you think? I I think uh, yeah. At, at at a certain point, I I, I internalized my crazy. And I became a little more – I realized at a certain point that just kind of living the completely free life, saying what you want to say, doing what you want to do on an everyday basis does step on people's toes. And I'm very sensitive about hurting people's feelings. Hmm. Yes. I freak out doing this show sometimes that I might have said something bad about somebody. You live with intense guilt. Right. I do. And yes. you're not even Catholic. No. no it's crazy. No, oh. I'm a, but I'm a very guilty. I feel guilty for everything. I can't enjoy letting my freak flag fly because I have an intense amount of guilt about everything. You are right. thank you, Oscar. You know me. You have a I lot do. of white. Fuck you know you me. You have a lot of white guilt. It's yeah. not, and it's not just about race. It's about fucking everything. Mm. I can't enjoy anything. Yeah. I have anhedonia. I don't get it. You, my friend, are a misanthrope. You have to. You have to get out there and you have to enjoy the little things. Oh, the worst thing was getting a dog. <laughs> why, why? That's one of the best things for you. No, because then I bo- I bonded with an animal, mm. and now I feel for all animals. Yeah. Now, like uh, I see, like I see. You're like my ten year old niece. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, she's real. She's a true libertine. She is. You know? But like I, uh, like I, you know, like I, I was watching like Water for Elephants or Water for Chocolate. Uh, whatever. You cried for the you, you cried for the elephant, yeah. and they're beating the elephant. And I was like, oh my god! After bonding with my animal, which is like a really smart. Like being like that, like the the dog is right. fucking great, and the tortoise not so much. But the dog, <laughs> I, I love the tortoise, but like he eats rocks. Honestly, he should have rocked. He used to be number one. Keep in mind, the tortoise used to be number one. Like a, not a short time ago, tortoise was the number one. I I I'd soaked the tortoise the other day because rock eater. Yeah, you, you have to you have to soak him once a week, and, and it's good for their like their bowels and everything. And I was just rinsing him off. In the sink, and then he shit while I was rinsing him off. And in the the stainless steel sink we have, I heard this like dink when see, he shit. And there was like, a rock. He literally he passed a rock, and I was like, that ain't too bright now. Here's here's the, here's the thing, Todd, is that that whole explanation you just gave is not libertine, Todd. No, that's no. Hank. That's Hank. That is the held down, suppressed Todd talking so about like, talking, talking about a. Talking about a fucking turtle taking a shit and having it be a rock. Would you have done that 10 years ago? I was just really concerned about his bowel movements. And that's the thing. I'm concerned about the dog's bowel movements. the weird color. It bothers me. You know, the, the tortoise is shitting rocks. You're a domesticator. The turtle's asses are shitting and you're concerned. 
Hmm. Now, now here's what pro- the, the the problem is. What happens is all you look forward to at this point in life is retirement. Like the wife and I will uh, get a place in Palm Springs, drink margaritas all day. We're gonna travel. T- yeah, tell our one kid to fuck off, and then uh, you know, yeah, clone Murray. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I, I really I I feel bad for you. But you see it though. Oh my god! Honestly, when you know you guys are with your friends, and you, I know you guys talk about when I'm not around, and you go, "Man, Todd, that you used to have it together. Now it's just he's just he's just a whipped guy who's paying a mortgage, who's sitting in his garage having his brief moment of truth." And uh, that's yeah. literally all my friends and me talk about. Yeah. yeah. I do. You think that you you drink your sorrows away? No, because I drank when I was free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Before we get into news, real quick, um, this is why Buck is the man. Uh, Buck always shows up to my house with like a backpack, like yeah. it's like it's like his entourage of, of stuff. And he showed up with a backpack, and uh, be- between shows, after we recorded our first show, be- between the second one, for some reason, I had some really horrible, nasty smelling gas, and I I I, I-, I ripped a-, a very large fart. And then Buck immediately pulled out some like weird scentsy, like good smelling stuff. And Buck's like, "Oh, I got something." Yeah, I, just I got this. Basically, I need to have something at all times. You know, being around people, being around different things like that, and smoking a gang of weed. You put this on, it's off. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you're good to go. I should do promotion for them. Yeah, Buck yeah. is the kind of guy. You know, there's there, there's your there's your friends that show up with a cooler. Dudes who are always prepared. Right. Buck is that kind of guy. I was a Boy Scout. That's let's, awesome. Let's get to the news. I like turtles. McDonald's may raise prices of $1 McDoubles oh my. due to rising beef costs. Yeah, this directly affects me. This, this, this is basically, this is a tax on Buck Perez. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so the McDonald's, uh, what the uh, the double cheeseburger, I guess, right? The McDub, McDub, yeah. The double cheeseburger, which has been a super popular uh, item, one dollar item at the Golden Arches since two thousand eight. <laughs> My phrase is McChick McDub. Like Buck, Buck has two options. I'm be like Buck. I'm hungry. What do you want, McChick McDub? Yeah, McChick I, or McDub. I got a bag, and there's one of each. All right, what do you want? Yeah. So, so this article doesn't really say how much it's going to cost, but if if it's a dollar, what are we looking at? Two dollars? Yeah. $2. Are you ready? Are you ready to take that financial hit? I mean, the payroll tax cut, the two percent that Obama passed, they the, did the tax cut. Right. He it is now repealed. Taxes are up two percent, unless uh, anybody here is making over four hundred k a year, which they're up an, an extra three. But they're up two percent. You get hit on those taxes and the cost. Of the McDub is maybe is going to be a buck fifty. Can I live in this country? I don't know. Like that's what I'm saying, Todd. Expatriate. Like I don't know. Is it cheaper in France? Can I go there? Because I know they don't give you ices readily. The Royal, the Royal of Cheese. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Well, there it's called the McDo. 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 Is that an X at the end? Yeah. 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 You don't Uh, pronounce it though. So what? The never pronounce the X. (laughs) McDukes. McDukes. I'd like to see somebody go into France and be like, yo, can I have a McDuck's? And they'd be like, get out. Oh, oh. <laughs> and, oh, take the channel back. So so knowing that this was going to happen, McDonald's, uh, that's why they released the onion chi- uh, 
The onion cheddar burger, the grilled onion cheddar burger. That looks how like much, how much is that? That's a buck. No, that's not a dollar. That's uh oh, the one dollar. Yeah, it's one dollar. Huh. Have you tried this buck? No, I have not. I'm, in fact, I'm going to go out and try one right now. I'd like to hear your review. Yes, exactly. In, in, in a, a, a few shows from now, may you give a review just for the audience, just in case they may want to have that. I'm not, you know, I, I don't like the, I don't like the, I don't like the grilled onions. I like a good, regular, normal, fresh onion. This is more like them ripping off the cheese truck. Look, them using caramelized onion shit like that. Yeah. So I, I will eat this with a knife and fork. Mm. At the oh. McDonald's. Oh wow, you're gonna get really fancy. Yes, I will. Knife and spork. I'll try. To be fair, and you know, in case you were concerned about what McDonald's thought about this, yeah, the quote is: "If if the McDouble is all customers buy, we'll lose money." Mm. So it's a loss leader. Yeah. So basically, they're assuming you're gonna go there and buy a Coke, which costs like seven cents, and they charge you a buck fifty for it, or or the fries. The the quote basically says. It doesn't give a. We don't give a fuck. We'll right. make money regardless. They don't care about Buck Press. They don't care about you. It's sad. I think my mom uh, sent me a card just recently, and it had a McDonald's gift card in it. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I was like, "Wow, you know my eating habits, don't you?" That's yeah. a that's a low moment for a generation of Perez. Yeah, exactly. I feel. Wow. When you fuck a stranger in the ass. Dios mio, man. You're not invited. Oh. Alerts. Oh. So there's now alerts for weddings. Okay. Well, you'll get the not, you're not invited alert. Oh, jeez. What are you talking about? So you're not invited alerts are the latest trend for those brides and grooms who feel the need to confirm non-attendance. Oh. So basically they send out an alert. To people saying, "Hey, you're not you're not invited. We're, we're getting married. You're not invited. Yep, that's horrible. It's yeah. terrible, right? Is, how is it? It's a, is this a social terrible. network thing? Is this on just that book of faces, or what is this? Uh, it says here with some couples looking for more budget friendly receptions and social media servings mm. as weddings announced as we, as weddings announced." Uh, they're now using this as a new means to make sure that you know that you're not getting invited. That's horrible. What the hell? Yeah. So I think that, for example, like, you know, uh, not that long ago, you sent out a birthday uh, event on Facebook. Yes. Uh, you know, if someone were to actually see that that wasn't invited, they may get a, you're not invited. Yeah. 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 Not, not coming to my birthday party, which was at uh, Los Alamitos Racetrack. Right. So 20 people were invited of your 300 friends. The others, the other, you know, 220 of them would not get, 280 of them would not get it. Uh, which both of you did not attend, which I'm yeah. sure you had decent excuses. That's fine. Check my book. I did not get invited. I was one of the... No, you were invited I to my birthday not, party. Uh, you could check my book of faces. I'll bring it up after the show. But I will put up, look at your events. Well, the <laughs> event is passed. But why would I not, Buck? You're one of my closest friends. I don't know. Why would I not invite you? I felt deeply hurt. I just feel that maybe you're kind of social media inept and didn't see that. Uh, that's probably the case, yes. Yes. I wanted to make you look pretty. Wow. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, wait, wait, real quick. They're, they're talking about not inviting people to weddings. Yeah. Um, anybody in the audience who's had a wedding, I'm sure you feel my pain. That, that, that was the worst part of having a wedding was making a list of mm. people who are coming or people who are not coming. Right. And you spend a lot of money. So like one person, it makes like a $100 difference in what you're doing. You had, right. to, you had to make a Schindler's List. 
Yes, the list. Wow. Yes, the list to yeah. my wedding was life. The list was, is life. Yeah. yeah, and I felt bad because I had a Todd. Had you given up that ring that you bought, Sarah? You could have at least invited a couple more people. <laughs> you Two more juice. You could have done so much. I could have done so much, and and that was the most stressful part was me and my wife going through, and then you start to eval- You have to evaluate all your friends when you have a wedding. Like you have to go, well, who's this person? When was the last time I talked to them? Are we hanging out? Are we really not hanging out that much? And then am I going to see them after the wedding? And I can say, sorry, man. It's like th- there was a lot of people on the bubble. Mm. And then there was a certain amount of people who got invited two weeks before who were the B-list. And I don't want to see my friends as that, as B-list, A-list, like best friends, better friends, bad friends. Like these are all people in my life that I want to invite. But uh, you invited people to the after party. Yeah, but that's weird too because that like is Skip, weird. Skip showed up to the after party was yeah. like, "Yo, we can't make you into the regular wedding." And everybody everybody would have enjoyed Skip's company at the regular wedding, but I just couldn't afford to have two hundred people at my wedding. Did he mention anything to you? Mm. No, I mean he was just excited. Oh yeah, I'm gonna come by the party. Sounds cool. And he showed up, right? Yeah, he did. But it was weird. It was like the other day, like uh, my good buddy Mike Raffone. He yeah. he was living in uh, New Orleans at the time, so I didn't even invite him. I was like, oh, he's going to have to pay money. I'm just gonna, not going to bother with it. And then right after the wedding, he came into town. We had to hang out. I'm like, I'm married now. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he was like, hey, you're married. And I, I didn't want to have the uncomfortable thing of being like, ah, you know. It's just all weird, and that's the shittiest thing about having a wedding. It's just all fucking – the day of, you have a great time. But, but as, a, as a guilty man like myself, there's no – no reproach. It's you just, just felt bad forever. It's just pain. Yeah. I still feel bad. Like I haven't even talked to my friend Kate Coe because I didn't invite her to the wedding because she was living in Washington D.C. Oh, yeah. And now I feel like I have to call and she's like, "Oh, you're married." Yeah. So I'm Kate married. doesn't even know you're married. Oh my god. A mathematician. I haven't, I haven't called knowing. her yet because I didn't want to tell her that I was married and mm-hmm. that she I didn't invite her. Mm-hmm. But I love Kate Coe. You love Kate Coe. Everybody here loves Kate Coe. Kate Soap. Anyway, it sucks. Uh, just to end that, uh, it's a relatively new tradition, uh, and many people call foul on it. They even call it cruel. It is cruel. It's horrible. Because it has to deal with the whole entitled part of having a wedding, because a wedding is the most narcissistic thing it's, you could ever throw. That's the, what it's all about. It's basically Very just, interesting. We are the best couple in the world, and we will give you fine foods, and we will give you good music, and it's all about us. This was thought up by a bridezilla. You ain't come one, but many time tainted. Chubby Checker sues maker of penis size app, the Chubby Checker. Oh, it's his name. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, a wang now is referred to as a chubby. Yeah. Yep. I, and this I, is going to check your chubby. Oh, right on. What, what a life he's lived where Chubby Checker went from being, like, you know, uh, on some vinyl in some late 50s, early 60s. Let's twist again like we did last summer. And then coming back from that and doing it up with the fat boys. Yeah. And then, you chubby know. Chubby Checker and the fat boys. And then reaching that plateau of his career. Yeah. Yet again. And now. And then he was picked up by the Social Security Administration. Because he turned what? 62 oh, to, yeah. to, uh, to, uh, uh, to popularize their online application for retirement. <laughs> you know about this know in a very this? interesting yeah, how way. <laughs> yeah. How do you know this? Yeah, well, you know, I read up on Chubby. Oh, okay. So they called it the Chubby Checker. What was the Chubby Checker app? Well, was- so let's see. The pioneering uh-huh. rock and roll singer who popularized the twist 
Dancing Craze in, the, in 1958 with this song, The Twist. Yeah, it's a good is song. Is suing the makers of an app that estimates the size of a man's penis. Wow. The app's name, The Chubby Checker. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it's designed by Hewlett Packard. He's planning to make a bunch of money. Yeah, I'm good. You know, the, the thing is, I wish... Oh, my God. The, the people who have it set in life are people who had like a hit years ago and they just live off the royalties. Because I'm sure Chubby Checker probably has a decent existence living off that money until internet downloads came and probably fucking stole his rent. But mm. like the, the whole idea of just living off royalties your whole life and hanging out, like that to me, with my lust for a libertine existence right. of just hanging out, like I've always just wanted to be a man <laughs> of leisure. Is, I, I want to be Buck Perez. You just want to chill. That just... Cashing a royalty check and be like, "Oh, they use the uh, twist in a uh, video again." All right, not a problem. It's 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 in a commercial. Hmm. We had a we had a lyric when uh, Oscar and I were in a rap group known as the Chubby Chasers. Oh yeah, which uh, <laughs> we almost got to that level of uh, popularity till we put the kibosh on it. Yeah, and I had a lyric which was one of my favorite lyrics ever. I wanted to use for a hook on the second Chubby Chasers record, which never happened, which is. We're not the Chevy Chases. We're not the Chubby Checkers, but we're the Chubby Chasers and we make dope records. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. We're not the Chevy Chases or the Chubby Checkers. We're the Chubby Chasers and we make dope records. I thought that would be the greatest line of all time. Furry Murray. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> error, error. Furry Murray. Not so furry. Error, error. Can you, can you do like error, error. Chevy Chase? Chevy. What? <laughs> chubby checker chubby checker all right we're not the chubby chases or the chubby checkers we're the chubby chasers and we make dope records all right, all right. Uh. chubby checker oscar we're not the Chevy Chases or the Chubby Checkers. We're the Chubby Chases and we make dope records. We're not the Chevy Chases or the Chubby Checkers. We're the Chubby Chases and we make dope records. I see your ass, girl. It looks big. My name is Todd and I'm like a pig. I'm about to put my snout up in your ass. That's right. I graduated head of the class because I got style. I got technique. And yo, I'm a sexual freak. I'm a sexual deviant. I like big girls. Come over here. Let me see your curls. Let me see your hair run down over your gun. My name is Top P. Here's the cunt ghost. Oh, shit. Far out news. Why can't you share your bit? Woman says she's had the same song stuck in her head for three years. What do you want? That's good advertising. Yeah. That's what that is. Uh, yeah. The song is How Much Is That Doggy in the Window? You know oh, that? God. It's in my head now. Uh, do you know that song? I only heard Prince perform it. What are you talking about? Really? Yeah. He did a cover of it. Oh, here it is. This is not the one I know, actually. Prince did it? He, he did a cover. Yeah. Imagine that stuck in your head every day. How much is that doggy in the Songs window? I can't forget. I do hope that doggy's for sale. Wow. Alright, Oscar. I went so, to I went to I'm sorry, I went to Catholic school. One song I can't forget is um Mr. Sullivan made a song called What Would Jesus Do? 
All right. And I cannot get that song out of my head. How's it go? What would Jesus do? And what is he asking us to do? <laughs> I know I can't get it out of my head, dude. That is in my head since childhood. I think seventh grade is he made that song up. And I saw him at church, I think a few years ago. And I'm like, hello, sir. You have affected my life. And did you ever do anything with the song? And I think his fiance or whoever was with him was like, see, I told you it was a good song. But I'm telling you, it affected my life. It is like a heal the world. You know? Yeah. What would Jesus do? And what is he asking us to do? <laughs> That's the main part that I have in my Do you have moments in your life where you're about to do something? Do? You're about to do something what not cool? Jesus. Yeah. And then, and then you get that stuck in your head? And what is he asking us to do? Yeah. It's good, dude. It's, it's sad. <laughs> I, it's in there. I remember when we used to play in the band, there was a song we used to play that was like, a really good song. Love the song. And then at some point, we recorded the song. Oh, yeah. And upon oh. recording it, Todd decided to go crazy with like the overdeveloping and, uh, <laughs> and overproducing of the that song. Never Who, happened. me? Yeah, that never happened. And, uh, you know, it was a song called H.E. And it was a great song as it was. And then all of a sudden, he mm-hmm. added like this, this, and I was like, what is that? And then ever since then, I could never get it out of my head. Was horrible. Ruined a classic. Here's how it goes. Buck's picking up the bass right here. We have the musical instruments. Oh out. yeah. It's like oh, yeah. it's like when the lights are low. Broken toe. Bound to fall asleep. Oh. In a heart that's cold. Drunken Eskimos We had a tune If the stars don't shine I will be I don't know So anyway, so you can see how that song could You could easily add a crazy uh, Addition of people you know, Screaming this like uh, Operatic uh, bit in the middle of the song I don't know how that got added in It got way too crazy Like it was like a Queen Bohemian Rhapsody by the time it ended. Yeah. You know, with like multiple layers of voices. Yeah, it was uh, it was something. We will not let you go. <laughs> it was like our version of that, you know? I got a little crazy. I got a little crazy with the production. I'm trying to think of songs. Like, okay, there, there's one song that if I ever hear it, I am fucked for the whole day. 
and that's uh, Coba Cabana mm. by uh, Barry Manilow. And like, mm. I don't like the song. But the minute I hear it, it's like, there was name was Lola, she was a showgirl. And then it's stuck in my head. Please don't. What forever. I, the, 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 the rest of the day. What I like, actually, is Bill Murray's version of that on uh, Saturday Night Live. when he Star does, Wars. Star yeah. Wars Cantina. Yeah, I can, Darth I, Vader scared me, too. That's yeah. good. All right. Here, let's just hear a brief moment of Toto. Copacabana. Why? So it could be in your head all day? Yes, it's just so I can ruin everyone's life. Mm. But this is like the catchiest song ever, and and it's a, a most unlikable. I think Star Wars Canteen. I think that was. Um, I'm still working. What is this? I think it was. Uh, didn't Weird Al do? I don't know. Cha 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 cha. What a top. Yeah. What a top. Just the melody. Like, I'd be like, Cobra Cabana, the hottest spot north of Havana. And then I just get, it gets stuck in my head. And so then I'm like, I'm at a, I'm at a key with my wife. And it's like, was a bookshelf. It was, you know, and, and just everything that I'm going through in my day. It just, right. just come, like, I had a burrito. It had sour cream. And then, like, everything just gets fucking stuck in my head. Hmm. I bought some Clorox. <laughs> I like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. I thank Buck Perez. Oh, thank you. Oh, 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 Oscar Tayeda. Yes. Barry Manilow. Yes, now. There was blood and a single gunshot, but just two shots. Who 